Before we jump into this super exciting new podcast, I just wanted to let you know that I am so thankful for all your love and support. I also, a lot of people always ask, they're like, do you have a clip store? And I actually do. It's it's on manyvids.com. So you can type in fitsid.manyvids.com. It'll also be linked down below. You can see all the videos I've made. There's like previews there and stuff. So if you're curious, I actually don't have every single video on there, but I have a lot of them. So I will have that link down below. But once again, it is fitsid.manyvids.com. I'm your host, Fitzid, and welcome back to Dirty CEO, where we go balls deep into the reality of what people are really thinking. Now let's get into it. Hey everyone, it's your girl Fitzid, and welcome back to Dirty CEO. How are you, Gigi? I'm good. How are you? Thank you for having me. I am so good, and I'm so excited to talk to you because I originally found her Twitter, you guys. And let me just <laughs> let me just read you what her her first line is. <laughs> My husband cheated on me, so now I do porn, and it has the little emoji, the smile emoji with the hands out, and I'm just like, this is so fucked. I'm like, this is like hilarious, but also intrigued me instantly. How did you even get into porn? Like, I need to know now. So, yeah. So, I um, split from my husband yeah. at the beginning of the year. Um, he was ha- – I, we – it's such a it's such a dirty story. Not dirty, but it's such a sad story. But it's, I'll try mm-hmm. to get through it quick. So, we had um, just built a house, mm-hmm. moved into it right around Thanksgiving. We have a little uh, – we have a small child. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going through – How long were you guys together before you did all that? So we were married. By the time we split, we were, this past spring would have been seven years of married. We yeah, split at the beginning of the year. We were together for ten and a half years. Shit. So you had like foundation. Yeah. It wasn't like a three months. And no, 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 no. We were together for two years before mm-hmm. we got engaged. Another two years before we got married. Like we've been together for a long ass time. Yeah. 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 And um, like we went through it to have our child. Like I had a bunch of miscarriages before. My kid's an IVF baby. Like it was like a whole thing. We built this house, or I should say I built this house, and mm-hmm. I bought this house, um, you know, with this, like, expectation we're going to have more kids, and, like, this is, we're going to raise our family and all yeah. these beautiful things. And I was going through IVF to have another baby, and it failed in mm-hmm. last December. Mm-hmm. We found out the day before New, uh, Christmas Eve, so that was a super fun oh. Christmas. Um, and then we'd always plan, like, we had a couple of years left. We were going to do another try, and he's like, I don't want to try again. And I was like, well, this is news to me because we've never— mm-hmm. And he's like, that's just too hard. It's too disappointing. And I'm like, okay, well, this is kind of a deal breaker for me. I wanted more children, et cetera. And so we were like, we're going to separate. So that was devastating, like, two days after Christmas. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're going to separate. And then uh, come to find out a couple days after New Year's. And mind you, we're living in the same house together. I just look at his phone because I have, like, the spidey senses Mm -hmm. tingling. It's always your gut. You have to trust your gut. It's just something was not right. And mm-hmm. I see it. He's always mentioned about some of the, like, he, I knew all his coworkers. He yeah. worked at a very small bar. Mm-hmm. And I see the name pop up. And I'm like, it usually is the group chat. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, I've seen her name pop up a couple times. And I open it up. And it is just, the evidence is just there. It's just long, dirty texts of, I, I wish I was writing you right now. And, like, I was just stunned. And I and like, he didn't even change her name? Like, you knew exactly who it was? Yeah. It was her first name. Oh, my God. Um, and so I, you know, I confronted him. It was a big thing. And it turned out he had been having an affair with her since before we still closed on the house. So I was uh, undergoing IVF treatment while he was sleeping with a 20-year-old. Oh, my gosh. Right. And to, like, we're in our late 30s. Like, she's legitimately young enough to be our child. Right. So that's how my marriage ended. Um, really rough, yeah. dark couple months in the beginning of the year. Um, and then he finally moved out, mm-hmm. um, at the end of so May. So you didn't kick him out right away? Well, you I literally... tried, but he had nowhere to go. I would have been so dead. I would have been like, you're on the street. I'm done with you. And listen, that I tried, mm-hmm. but he's like, I won't leave. Yeah. And because you guys are married, it's a bit different dynamic. And we have a child. Yeah. And I, above all, I'm thinking, I have to think about my kid. Mm-hmm. So... Um, he finally leaves at the end, moves out at the end of May. So we had to live together for five full months. Was he still talking to her? Oh, yeah. That would drive me crazy. Oh, you have no idea. Well, then they, well, so I, the night I found out, right, I messaged her. I found her on Facebook and I messaged her. I just, Mm -hmm. I just want you to know, we've been together this whole time. I don't know what he told you, but Mm -hmm. you were fucking him while we were trying to have another baby. So you have fun with him. 
And what she, did she say? Anything? I then blocked her, but mm-hmm. then she called him because she knew. I was like, well, did she not know you weren't? Because he blew up at me. Yeah. And I was like, did you, did she not know you're married? He says, no, she knew. I'm like, then what's the thing? Well, she didn't know about the baby thing. Well, not, again, not my problem. Right. And also, mm. like, in my opinion, <sighs> right. Unless it's like, because, okay, for me, like in this industry and like for you, you know, people are in like open, poly, like whatever. There's a lot of situations that can be. But that's when usually you meet the wife and see the dynamic so that it's, like, not being We were never, ever remotely poly anything. Right, but I'm just saying, even if she had that as an excuse, being like, oh, I thought that, like, you guys weren't even, like, you guys were fine being open or whatever. If that's what he would have said— then, like, you even can, then she should have not been a secret. You know what I mean? For that Right. It's like trust but verify kind of thing. Right? But definitely not. So. She called him. Right. They had a big fight. Mm-hmm. He got mad at me. And I was like, this is fucking rich. You really? Okay. So this went on and off. And I mean, to the point where, like, and I look back at it now. I try not to think about it because I get really yeah. angry. At the time, though, I was just so hurt and so broken. Mm-hmm. Um, But he, like, would be like, oh, okay, can you, like, can you take. So, you know, the baby tomorrow morning and Mm -hmm. it's like, I'm going to go out tonight. And I'd be like, I have a 7 a.m. meeting. I can't. And he'd be like. And you're the one that's like working. Correct. Like, yeah, you have like a more corporate-y job and he has a bar job, right? Yeah. I made roughly uh, three times what he was making. So I, the mortgage is in my name. Everything I paid for. Why would he fuck that up? Like, you're literally hot, sexy, smart. Thank you. Have a good job. You clearly I, have social skills. I wasn't sleeping with him anymore. Uh-huh. Um, we hadn't because our sex life was really struggling right, because right. he had some issues and then that got frustrating mm-hmm. for me and it felt really unsatisfying right. and not for nothing. I had been, he had been promising me he was going to get like a, you know, like a steady eddy job for right. years. I'm getting out of the industry, I'm getting out of the industry, whatever. It's such a turnoff too when like you keep hearing it and it never happens. Right. And like he knew how stressed I was mm-hmm. like with money and how mm-hmm. hard I work. And like I don't have, like legitimately when we first moved to yeah. Florida, I was working full time and then cleaning bathrooms that night because wow. I yeah. listen. I hustle, man. Like yeah. I, I needed to do what I needed to do. Right. And so, like, to me, it was like I was also wasn't attracted to him anymore. Mm-hmm. Like full disclosure. Yeah, like yeah. I was, but you know why? Because I'm sorry, my panties aren't dropping for someone who makes my life harder. Right. And like I tell you, I'm struggling. I tell you how stressed I am about finances. You see, like yeah. how stressed I am, and you don't care. And any and he's partner. like, I do care. But any partner that you have should always want to make your life better right. and easier. And, like, in a normal role, like, okay, if we go back to the traditional role, the man is supposed to be the breadwinner, the protector, the one that's supposed to take care of you. And, like, I know those things are changing. But deep down, if someone doesn't do that for you, it is a turnoff. It does make you not want to, like— Listen, I always said to him, I don't even— and this is sad, like, if you think about it. But at the time, it was like, I just survival, right? But I was like, yeah. I don't even, you, I'm not even asking for you to be a positive yeah. on my life. I just need you to be net neutral. Don't make my life harder. Right. And you're making my life harder. And he'd be like, I help out with the kid. And he, he's a great dad. Yeah. Loves our child. This Very good like dad. Like, but you don't, like, you see your mm-hmm. wife struggling, who you supposedly love so much, and you're not doing anything about yeah. it. And so, like, sorry, you know what? Um, my panties ain't dropping for that. Like, right. I'm not fucking into it. Right. So even uh, the other problems aside, I'm not feeling particularly horny for the person that makes my life so hard. Right. No, no. And also, too, though, you're tired. Like, if, exhausted. if he made it easier, yeah. you wouldn't be exhausted to, like, want to do those things. You wouldn't be working right. for him harder than him. Right. And, like, he said, well, he's like, you're not fun. You know, you never want to go out. You never want to do anything. I'm like, uh, I'm sorry. When was the last time you planned a date? Right. I was like, first of all, your only days off were Monday and Thursdays, days that I Those work all day and work the following day. Number one. Number two, where's the money coming from? Where because we have money's where's money. the date money and the babysitter money? Because mm. you have to remember, once yeah. you have a kid, a date is 100 bucks. Well, the babysitter is 140. So now any date night is 250. I didn't think about that. You, it's a completely different, it's like a game changer. Like just to go out to dinner mm-hmm. and for drinks is now $80 more expensive because you have to pay a setter. Right. So for me, I was like, the last date that we planned, that we mm-hmm. went on, I booked. Yeah. I got the sitter. I paid for the dinner. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't have a problem paying. No, like, whatever. Yeah. It's, it's ours. We're yeah, a partnership. Yeah. But he'd be like, you never want to go out. You never want to do it. I'm like, when was the last time you booked something? Mm-hmm. When did you? How about you say, babe, 
Um, I we're Thursday night is date night. I'm taking you out. Like yeah, I know we can't or like afford a much. Simple movie. Like movies don't cost that much. And he could be like, "Hey, babe, I want to watch this movie with you, and I want to hold your hand, and I want to kiss you." But he that wasn't good enough for him. He said, right. "It feels like all we do is like lay on the couch and cuddle and watch our shows." And I'm like, "What do you think marriage with a small child is?" Yeah, right. Like that life that yeah. you love so much of like going like that isn't possible with our lives were you a, like a go out person before oh yeah and See, i'd love to be a go out person yeah i i'm not as much of a go out person so like i'm the type of person that's like cool with being in right but i like having someone that like gets me to go out and like do things because it's it's different right but i also feel like if someone can't appreciate the company that they have right in front of them they're really searching for something else. Like, you were okay with being home. Obviously, you wanted to go out on a date. Of course. But, like, it wasn't like that time spent with him was bad time. Right. Like, and it was, that was our situation. Yeah. And it's like the understanding of having a small child, not mm-hmm. having a ton of money. Like, we were, you know, building this house. Like, we right. knew that that was going to change a lot of things. Yeah. We were maybe going to have another baby. Like, to me, that, that, that was the intimacy, right? Yeah. We were laying on the, him with his head in my lap, me playing with his hair yeah. while we watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Like, yeah. that to me, those were tender moments. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I'm sorry. That was a fucking boring for you. Like, plus, do you know like, what I mean? After that long, yeah, I get what you mean. Because after that long too, like that should be such right. a, an intimate thing to do. Right. Because you have that deep connection, that foundation. But that here's comfort. This is something I've realized with men. Because obviously, like, I don't know about you, but like, I have a lot of men that are married uh, that literally love my OnlyFans because they're, they tell me they're like, my wife, she just seems like she's like dead inside. And you. And, and yeah, but they'll, they literally talk to me about this and they're like, you're just so goofy, Sydney, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, why don't you take her on a date? Why don't you like go and do this with her? And we've had like some really good conversations. Like they'll talk to me about their wives and they're like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I'm like, well, first of all, don't, don't ask her to give you head. Go give her fucking head. And start it off that way so she feels like you actually want her and you don't just want your dick sucked. Right. And, like, we'll have, like, conversations like that. And they're like, oh, wow. Like, that's such a good idea. And I'm like, I know. Crazy, right? Like, you have to put yourself in the position of, like, what does your partner want and need? Like, you clearly were putting him first. Oh, yeah. For so long. I let myself go. I I, I stopped, like, finding joy in things. Mm-hmm. Like, I gained so much weight. And it wasn't like it's that's happy a, weight, yeah. It wasn't happy weight. Mm-hmm. It was I'm bummed, so I'm gonna go eat my feelings. Yes. Wait. Happy the happy weight, I have no problem going up and yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. I've always gone up and down my whole but life. But I know what you're talking about. This was just like I'm depressed. I'm gonna go get a I'm gonna go get culvers. So what did you how did you like um let go of all of this and kinda because that's a really hard thing. Being cheated a, on. It's been a journey. Yeah. Um, I have a therapist, mm-hmm. um, which I was already seeing beforehand. Mm-hmm. So I've, thank God, she's wonderful. Um, I don't, you know, I don't know that I'll never, I, I've told him I'll never get over it. Yeah. I'll forgive you eventually yeah. because truthfully, I just feel bad for you. Yeah. Well, the fact that he had to go somewhere else rather than communicating with you is yeah. like big. But that's the temptation thing is people think the grass is greener on the other side. And then people don't realize literally what you have in front of you, if you're not paying attention to it, if you're not nurturing it, it is going to die. So there's this great creator on TikTok, and I mm-hmm. can't remember her her first name, but it's something Cresta. And she does a lot mm-hmm. about divorce and stuff like that. Yeah. And she sent, made this video um, about saying, like, a lot of you saying, like, your wife's not fun anymore. And have you stopped to think about why she isn't fun? Right. Is it because that she spends all day, you know, keeping the house in order? Mm-hmm. And, like, the woman you were dating didn't have a child, didn't have a house mm-hmm. to run. Like, you were able to be carefree together. Yeah. And now it's completely different. And, like, what have you done to find out how you can make it better, how you can lighten her load? You only you only help. Mm-hmm. Like, if your idea of helping is mm-hmm. asking your wife what you can do from her, you're not helping. Right. You should just do it. Because the, how do you not know what needs to be done? Mm-hmm. Like, I know what needs to be done. You know what I mean? And yeah. there's, like, the emotional work, yeah. the emotional mental no. load. And thinking, this is actually something interesting. Because, like, when I'm really stressed out, like, my friends will come over and they'll help me with stuff. Because I work on, like, a million projects, like, constantly. Yeah, you don't stop, girl. <laughs> yeah. And, but, like, I love it. But my my friends are, like, kind of like that relationship. Like, if you take that, they'll come over and they'll bring me food. They'll, you know, like, and super sweet and thoughtful. But they're also female. So, like, they think about it. Actually, I, I do have some guy friends that bring me food. And, like, they know how hard I work. But they're all the ones that are fucking single as fuck because they have commitment issues. And I'm over here like, <laughs> you would be such a good boyfriend to Right, someone, if you would just see you a won't therapist. settle down. Yeah, yeah. like, you just, <laughs> you need some help. But the, the thing is, like, they come over. 
bring food, right? So that takes one thing off my plate. I don't have to think about eating. They found me so, and it's healthy. Usually there's always something healthy. The other thing that they do is they like pick up my house. So like oh. I have, I have like a million projects going on, but a lot of the time I like work in my kitchen and they'll like clean up my living room and like put my pillows nicely. Oh. Just little things that really help, right? Yes. And then sometimes like they'll notice like, oh, like I don't leave laundry that needs to like be done. Like I don't have piles of it, but they'll see it and they'll be like, oh, I'm going to throw this in for her. Little stuff like that. Life-changing. Like, lifesaver. Yeah. And, like, I, if I have a party because my friends are like, oh, we want you to be fun, Sydney. They know I get stressed out if it's too messy the next day and I have to work. What do they do? They they might be drunk. But, but they, they clean, clean up. up. And it's something that's so helpful. And it's, like, when my mind is going a mile a minute and it can't, like, stop to think, what do I need help with? If they can just look, like— this is what I always say to people when they're like, oh, my girlfriend's mad at me. I'm like, what'd you do? Yeah, yeah, not What just didn't me. you do, honestly? It's probably more what didn't you do? Yeah, but then also I'm like, what does she really need? Like, what's going to make her day? Like, Right. Because a lot of guys think they have to buy something super expensive. It's like maybe grab flowers or grab a coffee, show up, just give them a kiss, make them feel important and appreciated. I, yeah, 100%. And I would tell you, like, I use, I love getting flowers. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a love language thing for me. Yeah. And he um, would sometimes go to, like, uh, take our child to Costco and mm-hmm. bring back, you know, Costco roses. And it honestly yeah. makes my fucking day. Like, yeah. probably three days. Because then I look at them and he thought of me. And yes. it's sweet. Yeah. Like, no one, like, look, are there people out there that want, you know, bougie shit all the time? Mm-hmm. Sure. Would I love bougie shit? Absolutely. I think everyone would love it, but at the same right, time. Right, but that's like, I would also love to be, you know, rich, owner Lamborghini yeah, and yeah. not work again. Like, yeah. we're talking dreamless yeah. stuff, not like practical. Mm-hmm. What are things we can get every day? And stuff. also the materialistic stuff at the end of the day doesn't really f- like the same act of getting the gift, whether it's expensive or not. It's, it's like the, the same, act of getting it. Yeah, it's the, the same endorphin mm-hmm. rush, and it, it, it's just ugh, it's a lot. It's been a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say that that video that I that from that creator on TikTok, mm-hmm. she she basically said she's speaking to the husbands, and someone commented on her original video saying, "My husband blamed cheating on me." Basically, I'm like I'm not a fun anymore, and it was like, like, yeah, yeah. and I'm and she's like, well, that time that you spent investing in this new relationship, you could mm-hmm. have been investing in your mm-hmm. wife to find out why she's not fun, right. find out why she se- seems sad, right? Like, ask her how you could do better, mm-hmm. and I sent that to him. Actually, maybe like old, like not even maybe a month ago. What was his reaction? So I sent it. So we had long stopped yeah. like talking about that, like mm-hmm. the demise of our marriage, because we're very clear on what happened. Yeah, yeah. And we'd had a huge blowout fight a couple months ago, and I reaffirmed. Like he was like, "You seem like you're so much better. You're so much happier." And I'm like, "Because I have to move on with my life." Mm-hmm. I was like, "But that doesn't mean I'm not still devastated and absolutely heartbroken." I'm like, mm-hmm. "What you've done, I will never get over." Right. Like you, you, you hurt me in a, such a profound way. Like, and right. I, like I'm broken from that. I will be fine, but I am broken. But I'm not gonna. What am I gonna go in a morning, crawl in a bed? Yeah. No, I gotta move on and move up, man. Right. And I've started taking care of myself. I go to the gym. I do. Mm-hmm. I do things for me. Yeah. But that doesn't mean it's not still painful. But so I sent him this video because I had been trying to explain to him how I felt, like mm-hmm. why I wasn't, why I let my part of the marriage go. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And. It just crystallized everything for me. Mm-hmm. And I sent it to him and I said, I don't, we just not for us to have a conversation. I've just been trying to figure out how to tell you this. Right. And this woman said it. And Perfectly. I can't say it better mm-hmm. than she did. And um, he called me the next day. We had to talk about stuff for our kid. And he's like, the video. And I was like, we don't have to talk about it. I just wanted you to know how I felt. Mm-hmm. This is this is how I felt because I haven't been able to say it. And he said, you know, I watched it over and over. And he's like, I don't know what else to say other than it's correct. And I'm really sorry. Um, and I was like, okay. That feels bad. That to mm-hmm. me was actually, he's like, I hope that I was like, that's, I just wanted you to know right. that gave me, that act mm-hmm. gave me closure. Um, and he's like, well, good. I'm, I'm glad that you feel some closure. Mm-hmm. And, and he, <laughs> I kept saying for a while, like he was at the fuck around portion mm-hmm. and now we're in the find out portion. Um, and things ain't so rosy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it turned out we actually had a pretty good thing going, even mm-hmm. with all the problems. And yeah. like, I wanted to go to counseling. And I even said like, after the affair, I was like, are we sure we want to do this? Mm-hmm. Like, why don't we try counseling? And he's like, I don't know if you'll ever be able to forgive me. I'm like, I don't know either, but we can try. Mm-hmm. And he didn't want to. I was going to take him back three times. I I, 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 tr- I asked. I asked. Mm-hmm. Um, and he didn't want to. And I was like, all right. So I moved on, man. Yeah. Um, I think that's the thing, though, is like women will try and try and try. And like when someone's done, um, they're done. done. And done. Like, 
And like for me with my last relationship, I knew that we had to be done because if I didn't put my foot down, we would try and try when the our issues were different than that. And it was much more like we were young, needed to like find our passion. I am very passionate about life and he wasn't. And you can't find your passions when your partner is literally like going so I'm I go so hard. So like it was very hard for him because he was comparing himself and it would make him feel really shitty. And I was like, right. we need to be done because if this keeps going this way and you're because he was depressed, I was like, you are not going to be there to lift me up and I'm not going to be able to lift you up because we're like sinking. We're both sinking ships. But like I knew that if I didn't say I was done when I needed to be, we would have kept going and it would have been a vicious cycle versus with him. It's actually good that he was honest with you. Yeah, no, it is. And he's he's definitely had some growth. Mm-hmm. I will say that. And I and I think he he's he's apologized so many times and I know mm-hmm. I know truly know that he never meant to hurt me. Yeah. I, I, I know that he didn't mean to hurt me. Yeah. Um and I know that he's sorry. Mm-hmm. And I know that if he could take it back, he would. Yeah. But that doesn't no, it change doesn't change it. Things. And it also you will always you will never feel the way that you felt in that moment again. But you will always know how you felt in that moment. Yeah. And I said to him, and it's like funny because I'm like, I feel it all over. It's almost like, yeah. a, like a body reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, the person that I knew mm-hmm. that I married is dead. Like, I don't know who you are. You also lose respect, I feel like. Yeah. Like, I don't know the person I fell in love with mm-hmm. that I married, even through all the, like, the rough patches, would never have done this to mm-hmm. me. I don't mm-hmm. know who you are. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're a stranger. And like, that's, that's. Like, it's sad. Yeah. It's sad because it's like, he's like, I miss my best friend. I'm like, you think I'm not mourning the loss of my friend? Right. I miss my friend. Yeah. I miss talking sports mm-hmm. and laying on the couch. And and mm-hmm. and we had all these inside jokes from all the shows we watched. Like, yeah, and you're each that other's dies. person. Yeah, like that little love language yeah. dies. Yeah. You don't have anyone to share that anymore. with anymore. Yeah, but you also can't trust him because he wasn't honest. Like, you and I, before the podcast, we were literally talking about how in this por- in the porn industry— I always tell anyone that I'm talking to, I'm like, just don't make me look fucking dumb. Tell yeah. me who you're fucking around with. Right. Like, like how could you do that to me? You mm-hmm. look so stupid. Yeah. Because it's like, I don't want to be blindsided where I look like I'm the one that's like some naive like the idiot. Girl. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like a oh, ego it's a issue. Thing. No, it is. And it is for me too. <laughs> yeah. But like, that was the thing. I'm like, everybody at work knew, like, mm-hmm. you and her were like laughing about it. Behind, mm-hmm. Like, you know, Which like, is so fucked in my it's opinion. so fucked. Like, like, oh, how like you have this hot little thing going and, you know, and I'm like, your some of his best friends mm-hmm. knew because when I went through no, the phone, then I, no. I saw the I saw the the, the text from some mm-hmm. of his other friends that are like, oh, but I oh, is she really pissed. I'm like, these are people that are like, oh, I love you. You know, like in my, in our wedding, yeah. And I'm like, fuck you, you. How did you not call your boy and say like, what you're? I love you. You're my yeah. friend, but what you're doing is super fucked up. So here's the thing. One of my best friends, she really likes men that are with with women, and like. Ro, you know this. Ro, <laughs> you know this. We had a good, we had a good talk with her because she was with this guy. Or she was talking to this guy, and I'm very against cheating. I find it to like, as long as someone's like honest, there's a difference between cheating and like having other boundaries in a relationship. Of you course, know? and like she knew that they that she the girl didn't know about her. That's so gross, to and me. that he purposefully would be like, oh, yeah, I have a girlfriend, but I want to fuck you. I'm out to propose to her. And he'd always talk shit about his girlfriend. And what else would, would he say? Yeah, how she's boring. And But the thing is, he's a very attractive man, right? And it's like, why? This is my biggest thing is I would never want a man to talk down about me like that to a, another woman and have the woman think that it's okay. So oh, I, my God, I, right. Like, right. how do you not defend her and be like, how are you talking about her well, like so that? we were at breakfast, all of us. And I told her, I was like, you... I was like, you're gonna have the worst karma in the world. If oh you my god, go so bad. This. Yeah, I was like, and I was like, honestly, blank. I feel like this is not something that you should be doing. I was like, even if you're not her friend, how would you feel if it was me in that position? And because I really don't be- like believe in that stuff, I think it's really wrong. And she had a change of heart, and I'm she glad. texted him, and he blocked her because she basically said, like, why don't you go and like fix things with your girlfriend so you're not cheating on her. He blocked her. And I was like, good. He should, he needed to have a reality check. But the fact that they had entertained that for months and this man was about to propose to that girl. And like, at first my friend was kind of proud of it. And I was like, why are that's you proud? Gross. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't want to judge your friend. No, 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 but no, no, like, no. But I'm she's, saying she's like an amazing gross. person. And then that happens. 
No, I'm saying like in other in other aspects, w- aspects of her life. Yeah, and I'm like, and I've never seen the side of her, and I'm like, what gets you going about this? Like, what? There's some sort of self esteem issue that she needs to work no, out. There, yeah, no, 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 there is, there is. But it was just a crazy thing because like I can't fathom thinking that way. Like I have guys that pay me to do like cheating role play. Um, but like the thing is, it's like a jerk off instruction where I'm like telling them that they're cheating on their girlfriend by stroking to me. And like, the thing is like, I know most of these dudes don't even have girls. Right. So I'm over here like, ah, it's fine. But the thing is, this is like a legit ass relationship where like these people see each other in real life. And I'm like, how do you think that's okay? And how, why are you telling me like, as if it's a trophy? Right. But like when, it's but when she, when she had that hit in her head and she sent that message, cause she could have, I didn't have her phone. I didn't hit send. Like she typed it out and sent it. I think she had a realization that, like, if that was her or that was me, how would she want that to be? Like, because I I was cheated on my first relationship, but it was very, like, a young love, like, puppy love thing. Right. And, like, she knows how devastated I was with that because, like, I knew about it, but then I was just like, oh, I'll stay with him longer because, like, I didn't know any better. Yeah, we're all dumb. Yeah, but then <laughs> she she knew that and she didn't, like, put two and two together when she was, like, talking to this guy well, she wasn't she wasn't thinking because she wasn't thinking about mm-hmm. the other girl no no and she was definitely wa- thinking he's about a her. hot guy right and she wanted his attention right and it felt good to get attention from a hot guy mm-hmm. especially a hot guy that has someone else so that she felt desired and she's in her early 20s so of course you don't think about things the same way but what i was getting at with that is like i have seen the thought process of someone who is talking to someone like that and it's like very much naive because you she's never so been in naive. a serious relationship and my thing too is like i was sure i said to him i'm like i'm sure he behind like he t- talks it up like he's just this devoted mm-hmm. dad and i'm yeah. like this bitch wife yeah. who's just no fun and Which doesn't fuck him right saying. like and i'm just like you know and i'm like you know what i deserve so much better mm-hmm. than that you want to fuck someone else yeah. okay but mm-hmm. like and he was like no i never did that i never talked mm-hmm. shit on you and i'm like you did. Like, legitimately, it doesn't even matter because mm-hmm. what your actions talk yeah, shit on me. Yeah, like, yeah. you, we... So disrespectful. Right. Like, he was... We were... Um, Christmas Eve, we were out. We went to church, and then we're going out to dinner, and he had his phone plugged into the car for the GPS because mm-hmm. he needed to charge his phone or whatever. And I see her name pop up on the screen, and I didn't think any... This was beforehand. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about it because I know all the people from work. Yeah. And... um it was odd, but yeah. I, like, literally didn't think another thought. Right. And then after this all went down, I went back and looked at phone records, and it's like... All the text messages, all oh. the phone calls that started back in October. And, like, literally Christmas Eve, we all, we go mm-hmm. out. We have this beautiful family dinner. We come home. Mm-hmm. We go to bed. We put our child in bed and mm-hmm. all in our Christmas jammies. And he was on the phone with her for three hours till 2.30 in the morning. Christmas Fuck morning. no. Fuck no. And he's oh, like, well, no. we're just really good friends, too. Like, we stopped sleeping together. We're just, we were good friends. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't, no, you were building a relationship with yeah, this girl. Yeah, that's the foundation right there. Correct. That's a bad foundation that has a lot of cracks in it. But right, but you there. were, I'm sorry, you're talking, you're, you're, you can't tell me, well, we only fucked three or four mm-hmm. times. That actually doesn't matter. I actually yeah. don't care if you fucked at all. hours on the phone is. That's my problem, yeah. is that you've been talking, you were talking on the phone to this girl before we closed on mm-hmm. our house. Like, I could have gotten out of this. Mm-hmm. Now I have, I'm stuck with this house. Like, so many things, mm-hmm. and it, like, that's what led into a financial. Right albatross and is so that how you got into porn so when he yeah. moved out like once we split you know we were had to live in the same house we basically like i treated it like roommates i'm like here are the monthly expenses we split the rent the utilities um that probably did help you though it did mm-hmm. well because it was you know like daycare yeah. um and then uh, he's on my health insurance so mm-hmm. we i had him pay for his i pay for mine and we split our kids right you are so nice i i mean you are so nice <laughs> So, well, I legally, I can't, I can't remove him until mm-hmm. the a divorce right, is legal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And fine. And not for nothing, he has yeah. health issues. So, like, I don't want him to yeah. not have health yeah, insurance. Yeah, and you still care. Right. I, I don't want it, him yeah. to die. Like, I want to punch him, maybe, mm-hmm. but I don't want him to die. Mm-hmm. You know, I want him to be, and honestly, I want him to be well for our child. Yeah. But in any of it. So, we were splitting everything. He moves out. Um, he's not making enough money. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all of a sudden he realized, like, I don't know what he thought, but like, he can't afford to live on his mm-hmm. own. He's still supposed to be supporting me, like with child, like mm-hmm. um, uh, splitting daycare and his insurance. Yeah. He can't cover that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like literally like two months without a dollar from him. Mm-hmm. And now I'm taking care of the house, like this mortgage, daycare, which is yeah. almost $1,000 a month, yeah. the mortgage, all the bills, mm-hmm. the food, the, the everything all by myself. And like, I make a good living. Yeah. But, I didn't take on that house and that mortgage mm-hmm. thinking I'd have to do it by myself. Right, right. Um, and it literally got to be the point where I was like, I'm now falling behind in things. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I'm, I'm not paying this this month so I can pay that because mm-hmm. this is going to get shot. Like, I'm playing yeah. Bill Roulette. And um, 
I met a guy. I met a. I met a guy on Tinder, mm-hmm. and um, he was like, "I'm in an open relationship." And then, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, "That's cool. Like, we were just going to yeah. up or whatever." And then he mentioned he does OnlyFans, mm-hmm. and I was like, "I've been thinking about getting into it." And he's yeah. like, "You do great, blah 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 blah." And um, I and that's where I went from there. And thank God for it because mm-hmm. you know what? There were four weeks where if it wasn't for OnlyFans, I wouldn't have had grocery money for my child. Wow. Like legitimately yeah. the deposit come into my account and I went to Walmart to go buy food. Wow. If you're interested in supporting me and seeing more of my naughty, raunchy content, you can actually go straight to my OnlyFans. I have two of them. I have a free OnlyFans, which is OnlyFans.com slash XXXFitSid, F-I-T-S-I-D. So XXXFitSid. Um, or you can go to my VIP OnlyFans, and that is $35 a month, but everything is unlocked. And that link is OnlyFans.com slash FitSid. So it's literally just my name. But uh, if you're interested in supporting me, seeing my wild side and my sex explorations, then you can go there. I also have a website, FitSid.com, which has links to all of my socials. And um, yeah, I just appreciate you listening. But if you want to see more of my stuff that I talk about on here, you can go over to my OnlyFans. So it started with money, but also I'm a super sexual person. I love sex and I... But there's always something that tips people into that. Like for me, I don't know if you know how I got into it. I don't. I was a bikini barista living with my mom and it was like between my college years, you know? So like I'd already finished the first year and then I was going into the second and my mom kicked me out. And... um, It was, like, really hard, though, because I had, like, maybe, like, $200 total in my bank, and my fucking car caught on fire. Amazing. So I had no—I didn't have enough money to, like, pay for that. So I was like, okay, like, what am I going to do? And the $200, like, goes really quick living in Arizona. And, like, it was 1997 Mercury Villager. So, like, that motherfucker, like, (laughs) woo, it was bad on gas, too. But um, I, like, was so desperate because I didn't want to feel like— I literally went from having— Everything, having my mom support, all this stuff, to having, being kicked out, feeling like I wasn't loved by my family, even though they do love me. But, like, it was just a weird situation where, like, you know, when someone comes into someone's life, you should choose your kids first. But that wasn't wasn't what happened. So my feelings were really hurt. I never wanted to feel like I depended on anyone ever again. And that's how I got into Snapchat and then OnlyFans. Okay. But that was my driver was because I had literally nothing to my name, just my car and, like, the stuff in it. And I didn't want to ever feel like I needed to, like, you know, live in my mom's house or, like, depend on someone where they could just take it all. Right. You know? Right. Right. For me, it and was, for like, you, you, same yeah. thing. Like, I was, like, I have to support me and my, ki- my kid, mm-hmm. my child. And I have to figure out how a path forward because it yeah. seems like he is not going to be able to contribute. And, and he seems like he wasn't before. Even if he, he like, as a great dad, like, financially— he no, it was he, not a, not enough. Yeah. But but that was fine. I mm-hmm. was fine with that in the partnership right. of our marriage. Mm-hmm. But now it's like I have to take on all this stuff by myself. Mom. Now I'm a single mom. Mm-hmm. And now I got to figure it out. And I never, and it's so funny because at first mm-hmm. I said, so the first scene, very first scene I ever did was yeah, a Yeah, so how, so was it a scene like you did mainstream? It was a, a full, no, it was a scene on OnlyFans, okay, but yeah. um, mm-hmm. it was with the facial party. Okay. My very first scene, mm-hmm. um, and bless him, um, he, the guy who runs the Facebook, I don't want to say his mm-hmm. name, I don't know if everybody yeah, knows yeah. his name or not, but um, he, like, kind of set me up, and he, like, coached me, he's, I've been calling him my porn Sherpa, he, like, really guided yeah. me through the process, and he's like, okay, do this, and you get verified, mm-hmm. and set up your Twitter, and blah, 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 and all this stuff, and I was, like, very, very adamant to me, I'm like, I'm never gonna fuck on camera, like, I want something to be sacred, <laughs> it was, like, two <laughs> weeks, so wholesome. it was, it was very cute, I 14 was, days, literally, legitimately, 16 days later, yeah. I shot two threesomes, <laughs> oh, wow, you went straight oh, in I, I, listen, I'm a hustler, man, I go, yeah. I go home, like, go hard or go home, you know and what I mean, and you shot them for your OnlyFans, mm-hmm, yeah, I shot, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he introduced me to some people who introduced me to some people. And then honestly, just getting a Twitter following, I had Mm -hmm. some people reach out. And there were a couple um, really good, like, big creators Mm -hmm. who then pulled me into other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, So, like, I, it just kind of took off from there. And I think that's what's great about, like, when I was reading your tagline, I was like, fuck, like, she actually has something. And you clearly, like, are good at explaining your situation, too. Um, I know it's hard to open up. (laughs) Yeah, but I know it's hard to open up. But, like, that tagline is very, like, real compared to some girls that are like, 
pretty girl, all natural. Like, no one gives a fuck. They want to know who you are as a well, person. Well, I have to credit Misty Meaner. Oh, so you, I love her. Oh, she's amazing. I love her so much. So mm-hmm. I, I got to work. I, I reached out to her, and she responded back. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, she's big. Mm-hmm. And so when I went to go film with her, mm-hmm. um, and I was I told her the whole chapter and verse, and mm-hmm. she's like, "That's your that's your brand." Yeah, she's like, "That's you're the hot ex wife." Yeah. So she gave she gifted that to me. Really, she was I like, "That's it. your fucking brand." Now I'm gonna you're have the to hot ex and be like, yes. "Yo, guess what? I met the hot ex wife." Uh, yeah, she's <laughs> like, "That's your thing. Like that's gonna be your mm-hmm. thing. You got cheated on, and now you do porn, right? And that's your thing." And yeah. I was like, "You know what? I love it. And I fucking is, it love really it." Is that? That's how it happened. That is the story. It wasn't story. like a fucking year of you just like chilling. No, right. no. You based that basically was what pushed you in. Yeah, yeah. Like it was really like this has been the most wild mm-hmm. year of my life. Literally in a calendar year from last July mm-hmm. to this July. I went from I had gotten promoted the fall before mm-hmm. at work. I went back to school and mm-hmm. finished my degree um, while working full time and taking care of my kid. So I was, I had to take two courses and I would be up like all night. One of them was a drawing course. I'd be up mm-hmm. like drawing eight, 18 hours a week oh for these projects or whatever. Got my degree, mm-hmm. got promoted, like mm-hmm. all this stuff, bought a house, yeah. built this house. Mm-hmm. It was like my dream. It's like levels, leveling Le- up. Uh, like consistently, mm-hmm. like it was like on the back of the most prof- like successful year of my life. Yeah. Then this fell apart. Mm-hmm. And then so in literally a calendar year, I went from like, that's now I do porn. <laughs> Isn't that wild, though? Life is insane, though. Just because for me, I was in school at ASU for exercise and wellness. Do you know what that is? Yeah. Yeah. So I went to school for that. And it was, like, so insane going from, like, doing these, like, really wholesome classes that are just, like, you know, medical-based and right. having all these friends and, like, you know, just be people being like, I'm so proud of you for going to school to like, because the next step is med school for a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, I'm so proud of you. And then I'm over here like, haha, jokes on you. I'm going to do nudes and porn and <laughs> be like this crazy slut now. But, and, and it's funny because my birthday passed a little bit ago. And these people, they posted on my Facebook and they were like, I'm so proud of where you are in life. You're so successful. I don't think they realize I do porn. Like some of my family, like they definitely know. I don't hide it. And I use my real name. Um, but I don't props to you for that. Yeah. Well, I had to, uh, because my fans already knew who I was. So it yeah. became a problem where they thought I was like lying about my name originally. Uh, okay. But it was really funny because they're over here like posting on my Facebook that they're so proud of me and my success. I don't think they realize that like I'm still working on my degree. I don't think they understand that like the money I'm making is not from that. It's from my pussy. Like, right. like, <laughs> like they see what I'm doing with my life, but they don't understand. Right. That, they're like, less like, she's crushing it, man. Yeah, like she's I'll say so I'm good. at a conference, but they don't understand it's like a fucking fetish conference. Right. It's a, you know, porno event. It's exotica. A little bit different. A little bit but different. It, but it's funny because people, you know, they if they don't know it all, they see like the success and how you're not struggling and all that right and and like to that point so mm-hmm. like you know i don't show my face on twitter mm-hmm. yeah um and i and why you, is that because i was afraid of getting yeah. found out and like for my work yeah truthfully. and i think it's a good idea not to be public on socials yeah like, with your face especially because they'll make people pay for it yeah and so I, right and you I have show, a really pretty face oh thank you um i show my face on OnlyFans, mm-hmm. like in my in my content yeah but I don't show my face on Twitter. And then, funny enough, I get a text message uh, two days ago from mm-hmm. my childhood best friend uh-huh. with a screenshot of my Twitter page. Mm. And she goes, I assume that this is you. And I was like, oh, shit. Damn. Yeah. And, uh, and I was like, well, I guess the cat's Did she react back. well? Oh, yeah. She was, she was, she, yeah, she was cool. Was she was really like, good. I was like, how? And she's like her ex-boyfriend, mm-hmm. who's friends with someone we went to high school, sent it to her. Because oh I guess God. someone we went to high school with found it wow off of the i guess because i replied to someone that they follow mm-hmm. and whatever and then so like like 18 it's like telephone, yeah yeah, like yeah. Telephone. it's like domino effect too but it's boom, like boom, someone but i was surprised because you see my twitter bio mm-hmm. is like this so mm-hmm. i'm like and and the guy i have not seen them mm-hmm. since i was probably 17 years old mm-hmm. i could not pick him out of a lineup like right. i remember the name and i was like yeah we all hung out like mm-hmm. once in like a broader friend group at some point mm-hmm. who's two or three years older than me how did he even recognize you must be living rent free in his head. Yeah. Well, so I just thought it was funny. And so he sent the screenshot to his best friend who dated mm-hmm. my best friend, yeah. my best childhood friend. And so she sends it to me. And she's like, girl, you know, I don't judge. Yeah, like, good yeah. for you. This is fucking low key badass. And mm-hmm. I'm like, just tell, I, I was like, tell him to sub my page. Like, yeah. <laughs> if you're going to look, I might as well, like, yeah. you know, 
pay respects. But yeah, so like, but like, I, and I thought about it and I started to panic a little. And I was like, I really don't care what mm -hmm. any of those people think. The hard part is literally just knowing that there will be a time that comes where you're going to have two situations happen if they haven't already. You will be judged. Oh, yeah. And, you know, people find out that you, you know, you respect their opinion and it's going to hurt. And then the other thing is you will have someone, a fan at some point, doesn't mean it's going to happen right now, just be mentally delusional and think that they're in a relationship with you and stalk you and follow you. And it's something that's, we were talking about this last night, like this industry isn't scary as a whole. But there's always one, like, at least one thing that happens. And it's, like, just knowing that, as long as you're okay with that, being in the industry, then you're fine. Yeah. But a lot of people get into it and don't realize that that's, like, a very big, normal possibility for those two things to happen. Girls are always like, I'm going to be faceless. No one's going to find out. If you want to get in the industry, like, you yeah. cannot think that way. That's why it's great that you actually show your face on OnlyFans because, like, then you have longevity. Well, right. And there's also, I, I feel like from what I understand mm -hmm. is like that's, people want to see your face. Yes, like yes. no one's going to sub to my profile to a faceless girl mm -hmm. because why? Like they yeah. want to build a connection. They want to yeah. feel like they know you. Yeah. It's like the girlfriend experience. Right. And like, honestly, I love talking to fans. I, I actually, I've had, very, I've only had maybe one or two really mm -hmm. like, like negative experiences right. and everyone's been really sweet. So yeah. And I'm sure that'll change. Well, and with time, it, it doesn't always get bad, though. It's like the true fans are never going to be mean to you, especially yeah. if they're paying for your page, then you'll be fine. Right. But, yeah, no, I don't think it's, like, even a bad experience type thing. It's just there's that one person that you're going to be like, oh, my God, this person's, like, literally showing up everywhere. I don't understand why they know, like, all this stuff about me. But that's stuff. Happens. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that I was like, I'll cross that bridge when mm -hmm. I get there. I had to do what I had to do. Yeah. And, like, I look at it as I had to do what I had to do for yeah. my kid. And, and I'm what's sure next, th then? for you that's such a good question um because clearly you're leveling up again it feels like it no you um, are you are i i honestly i really love this like i, I it's fun i don't <laughs> i don't date anymore so that's yeah. got, and, and that's why been don't you date i'm just curious are you just done i want to know your take <sighs> so when we first split i got on tinder literally days yeah. after because i always say i get over by getting under someone yeah, yeah. else so i am gonna go well, you Fuck were the also pain the out of my memory. <laughs> you were you were the one that was cheated on, so right. it's a little bit different because he was already detaching in ways, and you had no time to detach. Right. So I was like, I needed, and for me, it was like I just need a distraction. Mm -hmm. Like I want to go out on some dates, like just get back out there, and mm -hmm. like not to even. And I was very clear in my like I'm not looking for a relationship. Mm -hmm. I'm not even divorced yet. Mm -hmm. Like, but I want to go out. I want to have fun. I want to date. Whatever. Yeah. Right. And I dated a couple people. Yeah, I dated a couple people. Like one mm -hmm. guy I dated for like a month and a half. I dated another guy mm -hmm. for like a month and a half. Um, but it was just, dating is such bullshit. Like, it was just garbage. And it, it, I just, it, it, the one guy was great. One guy ended up being a crazy conspiracy theorist. Oh, that's fun. Um, I went on a date with this guy, and it was like, we were together for like six hours because I just didn't know how to like end the date. But he would go into these tyrants about how there's no government that should be allowed and like these crazy conspiracy theories. Girl. And I literally would take a shot every time he went into this. <laughs> I was and like, now she's dead. <laughs> no, I literally had to Uber home because he went, he like ranted so much and I was like, I could never I'm not someone enough that, for this. Yeah. Uh, they, they, this, so we, he, I knew that he, his like leanings, but he was like, I get along with everybody and whatever. And I'm like, I'm not going to marry the guy, but I like him and he's fun yeah. and we have great chemistry and he's cute and, and we have a good time. And, um, he ended up going on this rant, mm -hmm. shorthand, basically how there's this gay mafia out there trying to turn children trans and gay. Oh, my God. As a, as a way of population control. <laughs> and I have to wise up because I have a child. I need to protect my child from these trans people. And I was like, you know what? I'm out. Yeah. Oh. I was like, I need you to be joking. Like, yeah. This yeah. is ruining my weekend. Like, I can't <laughs> do this right That's now. the fun part about meeting new people is you really realize what's out there. It was a wild conversation. And yeah. it, it spanned texts like over three days because mm -hmm. I was like, I. How do I say? Right. And yeah. he got, he's like, oh, that's the thing with liberals. They never want to have a discussion. And I'm like, I haven't responded because I literally don't know what to say yeah. because this is insane. Yeah. I was, and I finally, because he's like, well, just because we don't agree doesn't mean we like can't still hang out. And I'm like, you're like, you sound crazy. And not just that, but like, why do you want to hang out with me? I am like a spouse. Everything yeah. that you hate. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I am so progressive to yeah, the left. Yeah, yeah. You are so on the opposite mm -hmm. side. You 
clearly think gay, you think yeah, he literally yeah. said homosexuality is an abomination. And I'm like, all right, well, we're not going to fucking agree on some shit. And like, if you think that way mm-hmm. and you want to impose your will, like if right. you think what you want to think, but if right. you're going to impose your will on other people. But you, you also, you, I don't think can date people that are that like, like, no, you can't. He's like, I have friends that don't agree with me. I'm like, Okay, we must not agree on like Skittles versus M and M's. Like that, there's a big right, difference. Well, on- right? He's like, I have friends who don't agree with me politically, and we all, we still hang out. And I'm like, I finally had to say, I said, I have to be honest with you. The rantings are 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 coming off as like psychotic delusion, yeah. and I truly yeah. think that you actually need help. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be offensive, uh, but I can't. I don't know how to go from here right. and I don't we don't align any at all so I don't think that there's any point in you know I wish you well I hope you're you know you're you find happiness and everything but I am not the girl for you mm-hmm. it's right, very right. clear right I I had actually an experience where this guy literally was like obsessing over my age so like okay you know how yours was political he was obsessing over my age he was 10 years older than me and I always date 26 and up pretty much like I've never been with a dude younger. how old are you how do you think I am I was going to say 24. I just turned 23 two days ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you're such a baby. Yeah, a oh, baby, you're such a little I, child. I never date under like 25, 26, right? Yeah, smart. And it was funny because this guy was like in his 30s. He was like 31. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Like you're literally like a decade. Like, you know, at the time when I was talking to him, I was like, you're a fucking decade older than me. Like this is great. Because like I am very like where I'm at in life is very different than other people. Like I'm not really yeah. a party girl. I'm very like little more straight edge like I like to have a lot of fun right but I'm not a mess and it's difficult for people to understand that because they assume you're in porn oh you're wild you're crazy you probably do a ton of drugs and drink all the time and and it's like we didn't even get to the porn thing with him though he literally just saw my age and obsessed over it immediately so we started talking on the dating app got to the texting part and like he had like forgotten about my age for like five minutes on the dating app to get to the texting part got to the texting part and then he would not let it go like what Like, like Anything we were talking about, you know how you're getting to know someone? Yeah. He would say, I'd be like, oh, yeah, like, I really love this restaurant. He's like, oh, it's fine. You're you're so young. Like, I'll ew. show you some other ones. No, ew, stop it. Yeah. And then and then we got to the point where he was asking me what I like to do for fun. And I told him, and he's like, oh, yeah, like, that's so great. Like, um, I'm so much older. Like, he would say, like, I'm so much older than you. I think I could show you a thing or two. Like, he would obsess over it. And then we got to the point where Gross. I was like, oh, like, tell me more about yourself. I asked him why I was single. I don't usually ask that, but for some reason, I was like, what am I going to ask this man? Because he keeps fucking bringing up my age. Like, Right, it's weird. Yeah, I was like, I don't know what to say because he's, like, not really giving me conversation. I asked him that, and he's like, it's always you girls that ask this, blah, blah, blah. He's like, when you, you know, if you were my age, you would understand. And I literally was like, bro, I'm single, too. I don't know why the fuck. Right, like, I'm just asking you, like, what's your deal? Like, did you just get out of a relationship? Have you been single for a while? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not saying, like, what's your defect? Yeah, no, and I said it nicely. But then it was really funny because, like, he went into this tyrant, like, crazy rant. <laughs> and then I, like, was like, oh, I, I really don't. I said it so nicely to because I was like, I don't want to piss him off. He has my phone number. And I'm like, hey, I just don't think that we're, like, a good match. I think that, like, you haven't really tried to get to know me besides, like, obsessing. I didn't even say obsessing. I said besides focusing on the fact yeah. that I am younger than you. Right. And he's like, and I was like, so I'm just like, you know, like, I don't want to continue talking to you. I blocked him because I knew he was going to, like, get super funny. This man texted me off of, like, 10 to 12 different phone numbers, like, days after. He was, like, thinking about this. Like, he texted me off, like, three in one day and then three the next oh day. Oh, my God. And he'd be like, um, you're, this is why you're immature. Like, Then why you, do you want to date me, bro? Yes. And I literally was thinking to myself, you are crazy that you have that many phone numbers to be texting me off of. And I knew exactly who it was because every time he mentioned my age. So I knew it was him, you know? And, uh... I just was thinking to myself, I was like, this is why dating is so hard. This is why I just stay in my lane. And the problem with it is, like, you think, mm-hmm. oh, you're dating this guy. He's, like, in his 30s. He's going to be really mature. But if he's looking for someone that young, that's a red flag. Yeah, and here's the other thing. Um, a lot of the time, the guys that I match with don't realize how old I am because they, like, don't obsess over the number, right? And it's, like, it's pretty small on, like, Hinge and, like, some yeah. of the other dating apps. But it's really funny because— <laughs> I matched with this guy, and the whole reason I started this podcast is because of this guy. So we matched on Bumble, and he didn't know my age because he, like, had just recently joined Bumble. And we'd gone on a—well, we started talking, and you know how you can send audios on Bumble? No, I did so not know that, but okay. Can, and we were sending audios, and he was, like, nerding out with me. It was, like, a really good conversation. Oh, that's fun. And then we went on a date, and he's like, wait, how old are you again? And I was—and and I was like, oh, like, at the time I was 22. I was like, I'm 22. And he's like, 
whoa, I'm 33. Like, you're just so mature. Made me feel you so— You are very mature, though. You, yeah, yeah, but it was like he, him not knowing my age— made it so he actually got to know me. Right. And, and then he wasn't he looking for a 22-year-old. Right, right. He just, like, you guys headed off. And mm-hmm. it was like, see, that's the difference. Like, yeah. if it's someone who's like, I, and I'm kind of getting the reverse now, yeah, right? Yeah. So, and like, I'm getting a lot of, I get a lot of like DMs and stuff like that mm-hmm. from young, do you like younger guy? Yeah. Like, they're very fixated on me because I'm a MILF yeah. and I'm older. And it's yeah. like, you're, it's like weirdly fetishizing, but yeah. like, I feel like if someone is looking to be in a relationship Mm-hmm. Yes, you can be like you're super mature. You carry yeah. yourself just like a, but like they a have grown to adult. Not know your age for it to not be. But if they're doing it for the reason mm-hmm. that you're young, right. I I always say it's because the girls that are closer to their age won't put up with their bullshit. Right. So they're going for younger yeah. girls that they assume are dumb and naive, mm-hmm. which we tend to be in yeah. our early twenties. Yes. No disrespect. And, I and was so very many stupid. Girls are like so. A guy will literally show them with their actions. Oh yeah, but you're like, but he just doesn't want. It. Yeah, he just doesn't know how to communicate. Yeah, no, literally, I had a conversation <laughs> with this girl. He's just a wounded little deer. Yeah, like, no, and they're always like, he'll change. No. And I had a conversation with this girl no, last night. To. I was like, he will not change. He's, change. He's gonna get worse. Yeah, and I was also like, and the more you put up with this, the worse you're gonna feel. Yeah, and I, and the worse, and and what I've just learned mm-hmm. even from my marriage, the you you start moving like your mm-hmm. center of a healthy relationship. Yeah. And the more you put up with, you keep moving off center yeah. and that becomes your new center. Yeah. And the the center of which you judge everything else yeah. against. So you before you know it, you continue to lower your standards till you're like you basically just want someone who with a pulse who's not gonna beat the shit out of yeah. you. And you're yeah. like, yeah, yeah, he's great. Yeah. He doesn't he doesn't rape me or beat me up or yeah. steal from me. I love him. <laughs> That's so and crazy. You're like, and then you look back and you're like, what why the was that fuck my standard? happened to me? Yeah. Like yeah. Like I said to I said to my ex and I was like, you know what? I finally realized I forgot mm-hmm. I forgot who the fuck I am. Right. And now I remember. I think that's also what porn has taught me though. Because 100%. being in porn, people have options. There's no one in this industry, in my opinion, um, everyone can pull. Like I know I can pull and like doesn't mean they're good people per se. Like, but like I know like I I'm not I if I wanted to be in a relationship, I could find someone. Oh. Anyone in this industry can find someone. The difference is we all, like, when you hang out with someone, they treat you with respect. They ask you, you know, for consent. And they add something to the table. They're adding value, right? And they're not someone you're trying to date. But being in this industry has taught me so much because it's really, like, upped my confidence, shown me, like, oh my how God, so men much. can be. So much. Even if they're not, like, the right fit for me. When right. you hang out with them, you're like, wow, like, you're actually, like, pretty cool. And also it's shown me what I genuinely want. Yeah. Like, I I know for me, my friends always joke that, like, I probably can never be tied down. (laughs) And I always was like, oh, Sydney, like, you can totally be tied down. I don't know if that's, like, actually, like, I want someone that lets me spread my wings and, like, Mm -hmm. be who I am and doesn't ever tell me, like, you have to fit this And that's what you deserve. Yeah, but I think that's the fun part about, like, being in porn is it really taught me that because, like, I went from— also, right before I got into porn, I had, like, my first love breakup with me. Mm. So it was, like, kind Transformational. of perfect because, like, I had experienced, like, caring about someone. Yeah. Then I got into porn and I experienced, like, casual sex and, like, um, the intimacy that you can have with people that are just there for sex, not for, like, the bigger picture. Mm. And it kind of showed me, like, the different levels people have. And I'm not really, like, I don't casually hook up in my personal life because, right. like, you know, STDs and stuff. And, yeah, like, 100%. I like it raw, so. Yeah, I, I get it. it <laughs> Yeah, but it's taught me so much, especially about, like, the friends that I have. Because the the guys, they confide in you and they tell you about, like, their girl problems and things. And you just think to yourself, you're like, wow, like, you're putting up something so toxic. And then I look and I'm like, wow, like, I've actually grown so much that, like, I can see that and I don't want them to entertain that because yeah. I want them to be happy. Yeah. No, I 100% agree. And I think that this has done so much for my confidence. And, mm-hmm. like, I and, like, I'd already kind of gotten back into it. So, like, like— I, when the first, when we first split, I was so like, I was in fight or flight and in such trauma, like I just didn't eat. And that's literally never happened to me. Like through my miscarriages, all that, which Mm -hmm. were some of the darkest times of my life, this was worse. Mm -hmm. And I just didn't eat. And in the first month we Mm -hmm. were apart, I lost like 25 pounds. I just was like, I I had to start drinking protein shakes. Mm -hmm. And and it wasn't, I wasn't trying. I would try to eat and I would get. Right. And then I was like, well, I had wanted to lose weight and get fit. Mm-hmm. And so in March, I joined the gym. Mm-hmm. And then I started to see, like, 
real changes mm-hmm. and I felt better and mm-hmm. I always had back and back and neck pain and that yeah. went away and like I got more confident and, and then I started lifting heavy and now I'm training for a powerlifting competition wow. and this is like shit I never thought I would do right. at 39 I'm at the mm-hmm. I'm in the best shape of my life yeah. like I remember telling my trainer I was like I just want Michelle Obama arms and I'm like no I'm fucking god on yeah. bitch like and and then getting into porn mm-hmm. and having so and like it's nice to be told you're pretty. It's mm-hmm. nice to be told you're hot. But, like, have people really respect you yeah. is a very different thing. And I've said, because a lot of people are like, what about, you know, Disney says and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you don't understand. Mm-hmm. I've had the safest sex of my life right. doing porn. I've had the most respectful interactions of my life doing mm-hmm. porn. And people are so experienced, too, that it's, like, ten times better. Oh, yeah. But it, it's, it's like, it's completely different. Mm-hmm. And, like, you, you're you still so much, so, such a... Baby. Spring yeah. chicken. Yeah. Um, like I dated, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't meet my ex-husband until I was 28 years old. Mm-hmm. I dated, I was living up in New York City. Mm-hmm. Like I was all over the place dating all the time and mm-hmm. and and making some very risky decisions mm-hmm. at times and just was very lucky that I was never hurt or sick or, you know, infected mm-hmm. with anything or anything like that. But like I never had that level of respect and consent in those sexual like in this my in in my sexual life in my 20s like I've never had anyone once since I've been shooting porn do anything but say like what are your hard boundaries Mm -hmm. what are your nose is this okay can I do that like talking about it beforehand making sure are you comfortable is this you know what I mean like that's Mm -hmm. like wow you actually care yeah and a ton of guys in this industry want to actually make you come so yeah, really which is funny. also really nice. Yeah, it's really funny because I'm <laughs> over here like, wow, like I don't have. I mean, when they hear that I do porn, like now, dudes try a lot harder in the bedroom overall because they're like, fuck, I, they get really like, nervous. Right, and they're right, like, right. I don't want to be bad. But like before that, these men would be like, oh yeah, give me a head. And I'm like, okay, wait, what? Like, we're not going to like have foreplay and like make out. Like, right. No, see, yeah, well, I would just want to, I, well, I just want to entertain that. But I'm also yeah. dating a much older pool mm-hmm. than you. So that really. Well, this was before I started porn, like when I was like fresh 17, 18. Oh, yeah, you're a baby. But I, just, but I find it funny because. And like, that's young dudes. Yes, used to be like, yes. yeah, suck my dick. But they don't change if no one, like. If no one trains them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they need home training. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> I get the whip. Right. Shh, come but on. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, I, and the funny thing is, like, so the very first guy mm-hmm. that I dated after mm-hmm. my split. Um, when, the first time when we went to sleep together, mm-hmm. um, he was behind me. I was bent over, and I like just happened to like look back at him, and he had whipped out his camera and was filming me. And didn't ask for him. Oh, and I went, "What are you doing?" And then oh, he was like, "Oh, fuck that." Yeah. So I and I'm like, meanwhile, then then I started doing porn, and it's mm-hmm. like no one would ever do that. Right. Like, it's so fucking yeah, different. It's, it's a wild thing, especially like when they say like, "Okay, we're recording now." Like anything that you you're, you know, right. Like, oh. I, I'll never forget. I, like, literally turn around, and I'm watching him go like this. And I've I'm never like, had that happen, but I think What are you fucking doing? And he's like, oh, 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 oh. I think that's definitely, like, a, as they get older, the reason they're single type of reason. That was a whole nother. And, and the thing is, is, like, I kept saying, he's not a bad guy. And I'm like, but is he? <laughs> I think he is. Because yeah, be. I feel he like the, be consent, the consent thing is so key. Like, you I don't care if you never see that, the light of day. Yeah, yeah. Like, you didn't ask mm-hmm. me for that. Oh, and he always, he was pushing anal constantly. Yeah, and I was like, like, I don't, I don't do it. I don't do it. Yeah, I don't sounds, do it. Sounds like someone that's a real keeper. Yeah. And he was pushing anal and then like, ha- like, oops, the wrong. And I'm like, N-. and I yeah. finally said, if you do that again, I will put, yeah. get up, put my clothes on and leave and you will never hear from yeah. me again. You are disrespecting me. You're pushing me. Yeah. Like you're really pushing my boundaries. And I've already explained to you that that's yeah. not something I'm going to do when or you're disrespecting me. If, if it's not a consensual thing, you're, like you could get hurt. People don't understand. I feel like right. I think they think well, these buttholes just like, like just open yeah. on their own. No, yeah, they don't. The gates of heaven. <laughs> right. Like, no, they don't. They take a lot of work. They take a lot of practice. Yeah. Like, and like, not for nothing. I've already said I don't do it and I don't mm-hmm. want to. And he gets like, well, yeah. you just haven't done it with the right guy. I'm like, that very well yeah. may be true. But, like, give me time then. Like, let me be. But the we've one just to been dating you. for like a couple weeks. I mm-hmm. don't, and I've said no. Yeah. I don't Have care. Have you ever if, done anal? No. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. That's actually not true. I did it twice with a boyfriend in my early 20s, and I did not enjoy it. Yeah. Probably because Mm -hmm. there was no warm-up. There was just him second of the end, and it was not fun. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah, it was not fun. And I'm like, no, I don't want it. I still haven't done it. And, like, for me, I know that, like, when I will probably eventually do it, but it has to be when I'm comfortable because, like, you have to be able to, like, not— you have to unscratch. You have to. Right. There's such a comfort level. And, like, Mm -hmm. honestly, from some of the people that talk to that do, you know, like, I just Mm -hmm. don't really want to deal with the prep. Yeah. No, we actually like, like we have to do it. And I'm like, N- uh, let me stop you right there. I'm really not interested. Like, I have a funny horror story when we get off the podcast. 
that just just happened. Oh, I'm excited because I, I, to me, I'm like, no, 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 I don't. And I all respect, like, honestly, Mm -hmm. I wish I did. I've heard it's amazing. And I'm, you know, and from a content perspective, Mm -hmm. it would be great. Yeah. But 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 when you're ready, if you ever want to, to, I will. But right now, I don't want to. And you don't ever have to be ready. But that's why we say when I'm ready, which means now, never or whatever. Right. Like if if when the time comes, it'll come and you'll figure it out then. And if not, you're not going to fucking do it. Exactly. And that's one of the things that I love about this. Mm -hmm. But I have a quick question for you. How do you navigate dating? Because Ooh, this is what so, I'm trying to figure out. Do I want to date? First of all, I'm on a time. Like, when yeah, you ask why don't I yeah. date? One, because Tinder was a fucking horror show mm-hmm. before porn. That with porn, on the days I don't have my child, which is literally, like, one mm-hmm. overnight a week, yeah. I work. Yeah. Right? I shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, I cam at night, mm-hmm. late at night. Um, like, I'm, I'm a hustler. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm just trying to make my money. Yeah. And um, I don't ha- necessarily have the time, but, mm-hmm. like, I don't even know how to navigate dating. Okay, so here's how I navigate dating. And, like, I date usually older and I also, and you have to think like I date because, like I use my real name mm. in porn, and I'm a decently big name. Yeah. So I also run into people either recognizing me off the spot, or you know, because I do this literally full time, and I don't have literally anything else that I'm doing that's like paying my bills. It is very hard for me to just pretend it's a side thing. Right. You it's know? not. So, it's your. Yeah, it's, your so, it's your career. So for me, like a lot of girls I know, they they tell them after a couple dates. Mm-hmm. I actually tell them before I meet them. I think that that's the way to go. Why yeah. waste anybody's time? Because I really like to see how they react, especially when they don't respect me yet. They don't know me as a human because if they immediately sexualize me, I don't want it. I immediately am done with them. Right. Um, and then if they, like my ex, he, obviously I met him while I was doing porn and his reaction was perfect. He, when I told him, he, he like glazed over it. We just kept the conversation going. Mm-hmm. He didn't ask me anything that made me feel uncomfortable. Like, as the conversation went, it happened to be a day that I had been in Vegas and I was shooting uh, Santa porn. <laughs> and I, like, told adorable. him. Yeah, and I told him, though, what I wanted to tell him. He never pushed for, like, too much information. He didn't ask me, like, what I was, what positions I was doing or anything weird like that. I mainly was like, look at my outfit. Look at my lingerie. Like, I literally showed him that. But not, and he didn't sexualize me, but he told me I looked pretty. Mm-hmm. And that was how I knew that he was someone I wanted in my life. Because he, the way he reacted... Right. Made me feel like a human. Right. And the moment it was almost I, like a non-reaction. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't want someone that obsesses over it because if they start obsessing the first conversation, it, get, it gets worse. Like, right. I've, I've entertained that, and it just gets worse and worse and worse. And I just think that the, the biggest thing is, like, it, for me at least, and, like, you can try this out for yourself, but try telling them before. Mm. And when you tell them, don't make it too big of a deal where they, like, feel the need to ask questions. Right. That makes but, sense. like, telling them before. And then also establishing, like, boundaries. Like, don't let them take you on a date that's, like, not what you want. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so, like, I personally, I don't date to marry, but I do date to marry. Like, like I well, say, I don't. you date for, like, a relationship quality. Yeah, but, like, I also, like, don't spend time with people that I don't see them, like, leveling my no life future, up. there's no future, there's no point. Yeah. And there like, really isn't. Yeah, no, there isn't. And, because and, you can get fucked awesome, like, Eight ways and from get, Sunday yeah. all the time. And I get dicks so quick and easy. Right, that, like, like that's me, not a reason to stay. And a lot of these dudes are so nice. They'll want to take me out to eat after. And I'm like, okay, like, if I wanted that type of relationship, it'd be different. I don't want that. So I also, like, make sure that whatever date they're taking me on, even if it's a coffee date, that it's, like, at a respectful time, that they're considered of, like, who I, like, where I am, what I'm doing, like, who I am by being, like, okay, this is a coffee shop she would like. Right. Or this is a place you would not like, yeah, let's like, go to a strip club. Yeah. Like, oh, like I'm God. not, I'm not really like a dinner girl. And I know a lot of people are. So like, I wouldn't say like, don't do dinner, but I, want I like to go for drinks. I like to go yeah. for, I like a happy hour first I'll, date. Yeah. Have a cocktail, order an and, app. And vibe it. And see how it is. And that mm-hmm. way, if it's not good, mm-hmm. you just be like, all right, this was really great. Nice to meet you. And then. Yes. You, and you're not wasting time on a babysitter. Right. So. Like, yeah, like, right. Or like this big, like, I always just feel like a first date is a coffee or mm-hmm. a drink. Yeah. And then you can always go from there. Like, yeah. if it's going really well, you grab dinner or lunch. Yeah. Or you, like, let's go for a walk. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you can yeah. always build upon it. But if you commit yeah. to, like, a oh, a first date, we're going to go out mm-hmm. to dinner. and li- I actually don't think dinner is a good a I good don't think it's a good date yeah. at all. See, okay, so I, no, like I don't think I so. Like, I think that's a well. traditional mm-hmm. thought of, like, you take me out to dinner. No, mm-hmm. no. You can take me out to dinner once we feel comfortable enough and we want to yeah. spend three hours together. Yeah, and I also, though, want someone that's, like, more fun than that. Because if I'm going to do a date night, it's not going to be dinner. Like. Yeah. It's going to be, we're going to go to a bar, get drunk, fuck in the parking lot, and then we're going to go back home, 
order fucking food, right? Play fucking uh, card games and like fun shit, right? Right. And like, I don't want to do that's like, oh yeah, let's go to this nice restaurant, and get super dressed no. up. No, like, I mean, I love to do that, yeah, but like, that's I not in the beginning. Yeah. I'm also more like once a year for that. Because I find it so fun to, like, just instead, like, spend that money on a cheap-ass plane ticket and, like, go do something really fun for the weekend. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, like, that's awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, for me, I'm and like, sure, I want— Because you're in that phase of life where you mm-hmm. can, like, be like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to go to Vegas for the weekend. Yeah. But so, yeah. I find that to be really important is, like, telling them ahead of time because then you can gauge how they treat you over text because they don't—they don't know they you. They don't know you. Right. And, and if they at all make you feel like they're obsessing over or making you uncomfortable, just block. And I actually don't give them my real phone number. I have six phone numbers. So, like, smart. you make one of them. Like your dating phone number. Yeah. Yeah, I have a Google voice number that I use for for all this stuff. Which and I, I was like, perfect. yeah, because yeah. I was just like, you know what? I, I, I learned my lesson from when I first started dating about giving my number out. And I had a bunch of fucking creepers that just yeah. wouldn't leave me alone. And I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? This was fucking stupid. Why did I give it? And I love my number. I don't want to give it. Yeah, <laughs> no, exactly. So that's why I always say like safety first. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I agree. I just like, I'm trying to figure out like, do I want to date? Like, do I do I want to date it, someone in the industry? Like, I would like let life kind of. Yeah, well, that and that's, you know what? That's what I'm doing. I'm yeah. shooting. I'm If I meet people, like we'll see what happens. You you're, you're very smart and beautiful. Don't and there is some very... Nice people that I already know you would click with. <laughs> we'll and, talk about that yeah. off the air because I am curious. Yeah. I, you know what? I do, at the end of it, I do yeah. miss that. Like, yeah. I do miss to have someone to sit on the couch with, cuddle, watch, mm-hmm. then, like, fuck like mad rabbits yes. and lay back together. Like, yes. that's so fun where you're just, like, all mm-hmm. snuggled up and you're, like, you know, eating takeaway. And then you're, like, ripping each other's clothes off. Yes. And then you're going to finish the movie. Like, yes. Yes. I miss that. <laughs> I love that. You that's and I are so good. Yeah, together. exactly. Like, I that that part of the relationship mm-hmm. is, like, the best. Or yeah. where you just make out, like, crazy yeah like, it's oh, just like oh addiction yeah right yeah there. like mm, give it to you. <laughs> yeah. right here <laughs> yes i'm so glad i had you on the podcast i'm so happy where, I got to do where this. can they find you what's uh, your only fans? so my only fans is gg broad hell yeah uh, my name is the same across mm-hmm. everything so i'm gg broad on only fans i'm gg broad on twitter and i now cam for cam yes. sharks and i'm gg broad there so you can hell find yeah me. i'll and have I'll, her links down below you guys just so you know you can find her at gg broad i'll have them down below Thank you so much for being Thank on. Thank you. This is so much fun. Just remember, you guys, you guys are always somebody's type. Have a great day. <laughs> great night. Sydney out. Oh. <laughs> 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 <laughs>